Hello and welcome back to the Modern Music Analysis Podcast. My name is Josh. I'll be bringing you the in-depth analysis of your favorite music. Uh, this week's episode is about Khalid, uh, one of my favorite artists. I'm not, I'm not sure about you guys. Um, but just to get right into it, does Khalid have a classic album thus far? To preface, he's also one of my favorite artists. Um, I would say yes. Um, he does have a classic album um, already. I would say American Teen um, over Free Spirit um, is definitely, I think, a classic album. Um, just based on like those songs, like some of them still come on the radio today. Um, you still hear them at parties. That album kind of was my senior year, and I feel like it was for a lot of people. Multiple, if not all of those songs on that album were played like tailgates at football games, at parties, in the car when I'm driving to, to and from school. Um, it's just a, an album that you can always turn on to, and that's kind of like how I gauge a lot of things as classic or not, is if years down the line, can I still just turn it on and listen to it at any point? And every single one of those songs on that album, easily, yes. So. Now I'm going to hold you. I don't know much about Khalid, so the past couple of weeks I was kind of going on a little uh, Khalid binge, if you will. Um, I agree with Holden. I think uh, American Teen is probably his, his best album it's definitely a classic too. Um, Holden hit a lot of points about like, you know, lyrically. And I also would say like stylistically, it sort of differentiates Khalid from like other R&B artists. That's what I found the most. I, I was really on the fence. I would, I went back and listened to it because as Holden said, this was our, this was our anthem in high school. Like we were 17, 18, about to graduate. We were about to head out into the world the, the college world and whatnot and it was sort of an anthem for us and at the time I definitely thought it was like one of the best albums there ever was and I still think that to a certain degree I don't think it's aged as well as as a whole but there are certain songs like Holden said that you'll see that keep popping up over and over especially like Location they they played that one into the ground a few years ago and it pops up every so often I, I don't want to say it's not a classic because I think it is. And it I don't know what it is about it that turns me away from it. I think it might be the length of it. Um, and then seeing how he progressed to Free Spirit, I do think American Teen is the better album of the two. Because uh, with Free Spirit, he kind of got away. It sounded more generic and more poppy. And with American Teen, it was a unique style, one, one that we probably really haven't really heard before. So I, I appreciated that and that and that aspect. I'm still I, I don't know if I would say in like five years or so if this is still a classic album. And while replay replayability is a, like a big factor in classic albums, like it has to age well, even if it does have great replayability. There's albums out there that don't have great replayability, but are still. They, they've aged perfectly like um to Bim butterfly doesn't have high replay value replay value to me mostly because it's like a a theme uh, like a thematic or a concept album that you listen to to hear like like the struggle the the struggle of being black in america the, that's what you listen to the album for i feel like if you're a teenager and you haven't heard this album, what are you doing? You, you like you have to go listen to this album because it's it's for you. That's that's what it's for. Keep it short. I, I think I'll say yes for now on, on the classic album question. You are not very convincing. 
Well, I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard to put into words because like listening to it, I love I love the album so much. But like listening to it, I kind of got bogged down like two thirds of the way through the album. But it, the hits just keep coming, and then it, the quality isn't like all one hundred percent. There's like hundred, and then he'll drop down to page five sixty, then it'll go back up to hundred again, then end up at like 90, 75, and then towards the end it's kind kind of down sixty to seventy percent. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm on the fence about it. I'd I'd love to see how it ages further, like how it ages 10, 15 years down the road rather than just five or six years. What makes Khalid different than your normal pop stars? I think you kind of already touched on it uh, a little bit. Um it's it's his sound is different. I mean his voice is different. Um you don't hear guys um, in the pop world, if you even want to like put them there, um, sing in, in lower registers uh, a lot of the time <clears throat> and stay down there. And um, it's all the high yeah. notes um, and more just like that tenor sound. Um, and he really sits in his baritone um, roots. And probably until Giveon, I really didn't hear anyone do this type of singing. Not that Giveon's pop but just in that singing uh, style, um, lower voices and lower tones. Um, and he does that like throughout the entire album, both albums. Um, while Free Spirit, he did like, he showed off that he's got the high notes and like, he, and it's um, and it's there for sure. Um, and he kind of moved more into that um, vibe, but he's definitely different in my opinion because of he touches into that lower register um and he gives him a place himself to a place to go um in his music he doesn't he's not just like up all the time he comes down and he has like dynamics throughout it and he, it's just it's really beautiful um this is kind of like a generic answer but like i don't know if you i mean i don't know many r&b artists or even pop artists that can like really truly capture a vibe and that's like especially with the american scene when i was listening to it the whole time i'm just like this is super airy and like relaxing and even with his lyricism too he's not really delving into like super serious dark stuff it's like your typical stuff you go through as a teenager heartbreak appealing appealing to parents yeah so i i would say i I think i would like to say he's different but there's probably somebody else who's doing things that are similar to khalid but he's I, i would say he's the only one that's like really perfected his whole um his whole sound yeah yeah you hit it on the head. He, uh, his lyrics, like, are not—they're generic, just like like pop artists are. Like, the lyrics are normally generic, but his are generic in a way that, like, you just everyone can relate to it. Everyone's had that relationship as like a teenager um, in high school and stuff, or just like right out of high school, a young love, and it's been like the perfect thing, and then it all just kind of goes downhill, and you have to cope with it, and it tells like this. I just keep going back to American Teen because it's just the better album. Um, it just tells that whole like story of like the highs and the and the lows and like it just stays down there. But then you kind of slowly start coming back up from it. Um, and his lyrics, while generic, sure they're just so easily relatable. And most of the time with pop is just kind of sometimes they're not even saying anything. It's just words. This might be a little too specific, but I don't know if you guys know this. Khalid has. Um... Sen- synthesia or something i don't know how to say it synthesia where he like he can imagine like a theme or a sound and associate a color with it and he actually you can see it really easily with uh free spirit you see a lot of yellows and oranges especially you can, like i don't know if you can like capture his exact essence if you don't have 
like what he has is I don't know how to say it, but anyways, you see a lot of bro. That's I can't even lie. That's a made up. No, it's not. It's really not. It's it's literally that's literally diagnosable. You can you can look it up. I don't know, Um, but it. I guess I kind of understand it. Like, I mean, I don't do it. I don't have synesthesia, whatever the hell it's called. But you know, associating different colors with different like you know moods is a thing, right? So I would assume music would be kind of the same thing. And what you're saying just now about free spirit with like the colors. I guess it kind of makes sense too with like the whole thematic uh, sense of um that album, kind of like orange, yellowish, kind of moody in the middle. Yeah, I think he's uh he, he's a master of seeing what he wants to make and then associate it with a voice, the tone he wants to create. Uh, Free spirit is more, it's lighter. It, it feels more like he doesn't feel like he's sticking to a specific narrative that he's trying to tell it's more i'm here i'm gonna i'm I'm from a free spirit i can do as i please um i'm young wild and free type of thing whereas with free spirit you see the darker tones the blues and the and kind of purples a little bit and then the mountains in the background um it's more grounded it has a a a darker tone to it because he's speaking about love and like sad things and even if you look at um, some songs have cover art, I think it was called Violets. That one, of course, has like darker and violet tones to it. Songs uh, like Eleven, they have purple and the, you know, how in the 90s, how they had the cameras and the lights would like stay on the screen. He kind of has that going on with the with like songs that are associated with cars and things of that nature. Yeah, his artwork represents very well through the colors what the music is inside the album, <clears throat> which is really cool. Um, yeah. What stylistic version of Khalid is the best in your opinion? That's hard. Because um, I would say, personally, it's it's the, the sad vibe for me. Um, and, like, <clears throat> the more R&B sound and, like, just kind of the down, down, down. Um, I just like that kind of music in general. So to me, um, I, I just like it better. Um, I think he also does it really well and it's a hard thing to do. Um, but Free Spirit, like it's a different vibe than American Team and like, and he, he turned into a more like what you would consider pop. Um, and he, I, I did really enjoy it. Um, it's not as good in my opinion just because of personal preferences but um i think he might be better at doing like kind of the the nice in between of the like the bluesy type sad stuff and like um the happy upbeat um i'm a free spirit i can do whatever i want like kind of what josh was saying because like this whole album like <laughs> american teen like i i would literally say that album he was going through some stuff like the entire album he was just kind of like going through it and then free spirit came out and i was like what is this like it was just completely different um it literally was like he turned into a free spirit like he became like kind of a new person through um whether it was just one relationship or how if it was multiple uh for american teen through all that he became like this kind of new person and he's like in this whole album he's kind of realizing that um He's got way much uh, more to like worry about, and um, than just that one relationship. And... I would agree with that. Um, my favorite song is the intro to to Free Spirit, 
because that to me that song doesn't feel like it belongs on that album it feels more reminiscent of american teen just because it's like if you listen to the lyrics it's so sad like it's so fucking sad it's crazy and he he's excellent at showing his emotions um and he just captures the essence of being sad coming out of that relationship and i think this uh free spirit kind of signifies his maturity not only as a person but as an artist you can see he's starting to make more sophisticated uh, music sophisticated i say in quotations but you can see he's working with different artists different kind of themes and experimenting with beats uh lyrics things of that nature yeah i would agree with holding on the sad part it's it's not necessarily that it's sad. It just feels more personal and emotional. And stylistically, um, I don't know. It's kind of weird because I like the sad, moody R&B that he does, but I also like the real super happy poppy stuff. So um, I think what Holden was saying too, like for him to find that balance, I think that'd be pretty good. And with Free Spirit, I think we kind of got he was getting we're getting hints of like okay he's getting the he's getting his vibe right he's getting all that so maybe in his next um uh his next ep or mixtape or next album that he makes maybe he'll finally perfect it i don't know but uh yeah pretty much i i i'm a sucker for like really poppy like just catchy songs in general so stuff of free spirit i think was pretty good like the poppy happy stuff and also even like the low-key um, kind of mellow stuff from American Team was pretty good too. Yeah, I get that. Um, to me, the, especially with the new music he's releasing, like it, it's it feels like he's trending more towards the pop. Because, in my opinion, I honestly don't think he's reached the peak of his popularity yet. He he isn't hasn't necessarily blown up like like you would see like people like The Weeknd did where. He took it to the next level. I haven't seen Khalid take take the steps to the next level yet. And that actually brings me to the next question. Do you think he's underrated, overrated, or perfectly rated in the music landscape? Uh, I feel like he's, like, solidly rated. Like, he's not so popular that I would consider him overrated, nor do I think, like, he's so underground that he's underrated. I think, like, he's fair at this point in 2021. Uh, I think mostly right now it's just that he hasn't released like an album um in close to three years um so it's just kind of like a lull um i don't really think it has anything to do with if he's underrated or overrated um he's definitely not overrated um and yeah like mark was saying i don't think you can say he's underrated either um i think the only way i could really say he's underrated is like sometimes i bring him up um and people don't exactly know who i'm talking about like right away until like a name like a song um, like 18 or something or young dumb and broke and they're like oh yeah that um so like sometimes that's kind of like okay you guys are sleeping on this man um but i think it's more so just because he hasn't released the album in in kind of a while and i think as soon as he does he's gonna skyrocket back up to where he was do you think he'll take it to the next level though i don't i'm interested to see what his next level can be um i, I think he's kind of he's telling he honestly he has the the groundwork for a really cool like um like story from american teen um and uh free spirit and then this new album 
I'm interested to see like where he's going because it was kind of like the sad boy and then like he came out of it on top and he's feeling happy and good and then like where it has like the groundwork for like a nice little like three-part story in a way um so I'm just kind of I'm really interested I feel like he's kind of like now his vibes are like loving yourself in a way um so I think I think it might be um some free spirit vibes uh, a little bit um but hopefully it's kind of like a combination of the two and really showcase like both of his like skills um and i think that would probably take it to the next level i think he may end up doing an introspection album and free spirit was kind of an introspective album but it was more general but i think with the pandemic and him not releasing music in like three like three four years like it'll be it won't be necessarily emotional but he'll definitely start looking at himself in a different way after he releases it i think and that makes the case for us to look at him differently and it, it brings the argument like where can he go can he even move past the guy that's that we saw release location in high school can can he sell three million albums like in the first two or three weeks of his release because and both of his albums are are platinum already like I mean, they they went they got to platinum pretty quickly, especially from a guy that just started releasing music in high school just a few years ago. Uh, but if it's ready to the next question, if he does have like another platinum album, do we start talking about him being a top five, top three R&B pop artist? I guess I would have to preface that question with like, who would you say is already there and then go from there? But yeah, who do you think is already there? Drake is a semi-pop artist. Weekend, of course. Billie Eilish can kind of count as that too. Yeah, definitely Billie Eilish. She's kind of taking a, yeah. a little dip recently, but that that's not. I won't, I won't go there. That's a whole different thing. There aren't honestly there aren't like a lot of like pop stars anymore like there were back in the day. It feels like I don't know if that's just me, but like as far as like stars, there doesn't feel like there's pop stars anymore. Like. I guess I'm gonna have to do with a straying away from yeah. like the the boy band type of stuff, but it just doesn't feel like Doja Cat. Yeah. Uh, like Doja Cat's pretty up there right now. SZA definitely up there, but she's more R&B than she is pop. I think based on you, I think based on you saying Drake and, and the Weekend first, I I think that's kind of telling. Um, and like where they are, um, and where Khalid is, um are definitely two very different places. Um, and I think a long way to go to reach um, them and to even be like considered right underneath them. I think this album definitely has to go platinum. It's got to be his best album. Um, and I think he's honestly probably got to put out another one before I, I can put him there. Um, I love him. He's I think he's incredible. Um, I was born in El Paso. I think if I lived there growing up, we would have been best friends. And... So, but I think just um, without all those factors from my own personal things, I think he's got to, this album has definitely have to be, it has to be his best album. Um, and we can start talking about it, but then I think he's got to put out one more um, considering the other people that are out there um, like Drake and The Weeknd. I don't, I don't know if he can be up there just yet. He's definitely like with, with SZA and Billie Eilish and whatever you want to say in that type of vibe. Yes, he's there probably above them. Doja Cat, all of them. But 
before he moves up to that like that S tier, I need a little bit more. I would agree with that. He hasn't been in the game as long. I think he started making music what, when we graduated high school in 2017, 2018. So that's only four or five years, I think, five or six years now. But and these all these other superstars, they've been in the game for 10 plus years now. So yeah, I do I do agree with you. This album will basically project where he'll go in his career. Because as far as like personality, he's very relatable and things like that. But how does that translate to him being a superstar? Does that kind of personality project to him being a superstar? Can a relatable Gen Z type of guy be the kind of person that takes over the airwaves like with every re- every release? See, and I'm not sure how well that would translate. Only person I can think of that's even similar to that, and she's not necessarily Gen Z, is Doja Cat because she's relatable, she's quirky, I guess, and people see that they kind of relate to that, and they'll and they'll fuck with that. But I don't think it translates the same way for a guy artist like Khalid. Yeah, I think I need to see him in concert form too um, more. It's just because like a good part of this, I mean, with COVID and everything, no one's been doing anything. I think with this new album. Um, I think I really need to see like how like that tour um, would go after that album. Um, Cause I, I need to see that if he is going to be that star, like I kind of need to see that because like sometimes like you're saying, his music isn't necessarily, it doesn't really grant him that. Um, so just kind of based on that, maybe that could help too, because is he just going to be like, oh, I'm singing my songs or is he going to be that like superstar? Yeah, so you want to see him as a performer first. Yeah, I need to see that aspect. Put him up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people out there that are performers that don't make great music, but if you're a performer first, then you can be that kind of guy. I mean, I don't know about the whole superstar thing. I feel like Khalid's in his own like kind of lane. I don't really see him necessarily having to compete with like the Weekends and the Drakes um, of the world. But with his next album. You know, I would love to see him if it's if it skyrockets his career. I mean, that would be great too. If it goes platinum again, you know, amazing. But uh, I don't know. I feel like Khalid's kind of like doing his own thing, and he seems comfortable doing it. I, I think you're right. I I don't, I don't think he cares, um, to be honest. Um, which is fine, and that's kind of cool. Um, I, I think that is partly why I like him. He just does his own thing. So I think you're right. I don't. I don't. It might not even be a question that needs answering. Yeah, I, I would agree that he probably doesn't necessarily think about, I don't want to say he doesn't think about the future, but he doesn't think about the projection of his future as an important to the music he's making concurrently. I mean, it's that's one of the things that our generation loves to do is live in the moment. And I think he's, his music is really indicative of that. It's just live in the moment type of thing. Don't think about the future. Don't think about like what could happen that, that that's where anxiety comes from it's just thinking about like the future that you can't control but you can control what you can in the present and i i feel like that's what he makes music for is just uh as an outlet for him in the present because i think he's struggled with anxiety and things of that nature and you can kind of tell um in his music I, i'm pretty sure he's kind of socially anxious you can see that in a lot of interviews and just the way he carries himself. Um, I mean, just the bounce back what you were saying just now about him being in the moment. I think like with Khalid, 
and especially from like from what I gathered from his music, like he's more concerned with being in the present rather than like looking forward into the future or even looking back in the past, even though like a bunch of stuff from American teen was like teenage stuff. Cause um I think in the I think it was the Apple music description for Free Spirit, he said something about like how when he wrote American Teen, he was like 17 at the time, gathered all his thoughts about being a teenager when he made that album. And then on Free Spirit, he was just like younger than me, like 23, 22 or whatever. And a lot of the feelings and a lot of the thoughts were what I would assume a lot of early 20 something year olds would like be concerned with. So I think, I think that, yeah, he makes his music like for in the moment, but also he's more concerned with like, okay, here I am right now. Let me just focus on this. The future can wait. Like that will come. Yeah, he's he's grown up in his music, um, and you can see that. Like he's like physically, obviously, time has passed and he's grown up, but the music has grown with him, and it kind of shows like the growth of like a young mind in like kind of finding yourself. Um, and so yeah, I, I think he just kind of that's kind of who he is. He just is making music about where he's at right then and there and kind of if you don't like it then whatever he doesn't i don't think he just he doesn't think about it i think he just is making relatable music just writing stuff that he thinks everyone kind of goes through that he's going through and tons of other people go through it too and so it just kind of is a happy uh happy accident i think that's kind of what makes him sort of an enigma to our to us like he he's so related like he created a teenage anthem at like 17 18 and like to us that was like fucking perfect timing for us and i guess that makes is like part of the reason why he has such a dedicated young fan base there's not a lot of like older people that i know of that would just listen to Khalid just for the fun of it. It, it he's very thematically and age group specific and i, was, I think that might be one of the factors that hindered him from being the type of artist that captures all demographics, all all radio waves, all that type of thing. Yeah, you have to be around our age to really get his music. Like you can enjoy it, but you're not really getting it if you're not experiencing that same um, that same stuff in this time period, like in this exact moment in time. But it's really cool for us because we get to. But yeah, that's about it um shout out to khalid of course shout out to you guys definitely love you guys shout out to nick for our intro music if you ever listen to this hello shout out to stanley couldn't be here today he's a very busy person but that's that's quite all right um looking forward to next week if we do release next week it'll be about tyler the creator as of right now and for those of you that don't know there is special someone that doesn't like Tyler the creator any any comments on that maybe you'll change my mind you never know um I think he is good in his own right but I think a lot of it is trash but we'll see okay we'll, we'll stop there we'll, we'll try not to enrage and raise the general population with that statement the next episode uh, yeah <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> oh my god definitely um but yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Um, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff, especially on Medium to find album reviews. We even had someone actually do a concert review. 
recently. They went to several series of concerts. That was pretty cool. Uh, check that out if you can. Medium is free, I think. But if you do get a membership, you can read all that kind of stuff on the Medium publication. That's a lot of where our work is. Also, everything that is on modernmusicanalysis.com is free. So if you ever have time, check that out. But that is all. Thank you for listening.